Thursday, June the 10th, 2021, and we're looking at Better Business Bureau website, Complaints for Jones and Jones Management Group Incorporated. They're not BBB accredited. And according to this page, they're in business, they've been in business for at least 29 years when they posted this information. Doesn't give a date. It's a real estate uh, property management group of hundreds and hundreds, thousands of different properties, rentals, um, apartment rentals, and other properties all over the United States in Southern California they have quite a few properties okay Jones and Jones management group their rating with the BBB or better business bureau on this page says C minus which is a D that's the same thing <laughs> oh it's not good. It says customer reviews are not used in the calculation of BBB rating. some cases, 
BBB will not rate the business indicated by an NR or quote no rating in quote for reasons that include insufficient information about a business or ongoing review slash update of the business's file. BBB business profiles generally explain the most significant factors that raise or lower a business's rating. BBB ratings are not a guarantee of a business's reliability or performance. BBB recommends that consumers consider a business's BBB rating in addition to all other available information about the business. BBB ratings are not a guarantee of a business's reliability or performance. So we'll keep that in mind. And this is what the customer complaints. Three total complaints in the last three years of those zero complaints were closed in last 12 months. Complaint type, advertising sales zero, billing collections one complaint, delivery issues zero, guarantee warranty zero, problem with a product or service two complaints total three. attempted to pay rent 
got Ed card and was forced to use digital check. Desired outcome return of $132 in penalty. Complaint type problems with product service. Resolved dated August 26, 2019. Charged a move out fee of $340 for painting, including cabinets and ceilings, when the unit was not damaged beyond ordinary and reasonable wear and tear and it doesn't give the name is left out the property owners or the residential complex name in Los Angeles California charged and deducted from my security deposit refund a move out fee of $340 for painting including cabinets and ceilings of my unit blank I didn't get the unit number I occupied the unit for 10 months and did not cause damage beyond ordinary and reasonable wear and tear to validate the charge. The charge was specifically for painting and not a part of the general cleaning fee. I have contacted and they left the name about this illegal charge according to the California court's website and she refused to refund us the amount charged and referred me to the corporate office of blank and blank management group Inc. I have contacted blank and blank multiple times without a response. Desired outcome, I would like to be refunded the amount charged, deducted from my security deposit refund of $340 for painting, including cabinets and ceilings. Community complies with all state and local laws 
regulations and ordinances relative to the leasing of residential units. The former resident was charged $226.67, which is a percentage that is billable for an apartment that is inhabited for less than one year. The former resident was not charged $340. Customer response on October 2nd, 2019. The consumer indicated he she did not accept the response from the business. The modified charge of $226.67 was specifically for painting and not a part of the general cleaning fee, which is still an illegal charge according to the California court's website since there was no damage to the paint beyond normal wear and tear. Okay, and the next one. Complaint type. Problems with product slash service. Status unresolved. ludicrous cleaning fees ignores customers and management is terrible this is strictly a complaint based off the principles of the procedures that are in place at are unprofessional and inconsistent. Examples 1. Convoluted cleaning slash painting fees. Oh, number 1. Convoluted cleaning slash painting fees. Charge $187.50 for paint. $75 to clean, which equals $262.50 paid via auto pay. We were presented the lease with plenty of time to review it before signing. The lease indicates that there could potentially be cleaning fees. The lease does not 
clearly stated the fees that we will ultimately be responsible for at the end of the year. On the day of moving, my girlfriend resident signed a document that reviewed the apartment's conditions. At the bottom of the document, there is a small section indicating the percentages of cleaning slash painting that we owe at the end of the year, being that this information was presented to us on the day of move-in after already having committed to new hall fees, new jobs, etc. I felt, quote, entrapped, close quote. In addition, blank did not verbally explain that particular portion of the document to my girlfriend. The time of presentation was the issue, not the fees. If the fees had been indicated in the list that they were mandatory, I would have had no issue with it. Our apartment was in near perfect condition upon exit on Saturday, July 28, 2018, minus minor bathtub scratches that appeared due to normal wear and tear. I have pictures. Nothing in the apartment was worthy of a, quote, professional cleaning slash painting, end quote. No other establishment in the past has ever deducted in any money from my security deposit because we have always left the place in amazing condition. I have emails to prove this. Number two. No show. When we first showed interest in Parkview Terrace, blank, fill in the blank, set an appointment with us to tour the apartment. She was a no show on day one, with no communication that she was unavailable. We had driven over an hour through traffic the appointment. We then set a second appointment in which blank was a no-show. We decided to wait for over two hours at the Parkway Terrace office door. Ultimately, we caught blank walking her dog. Even though we observed signs that blank was unprofessional. We decided to proceed with the tour. If you search her reviews, there are many related complaints. Number three, 30 day notice communication. 
response, he talked to her in person several days later to see if she received the email. She replied to our email on March 29th, telling us to email her again on the date of our 30-day notice as requested. We contacted Blank on June 27th via email. No response. We sent a third email on July 1st referencing our 30-day notice. Blank finally replied on July 2nd. Blank and blank response. I called blank and blank to voice my concerns initially. I got a wonderful woman on the phone. She forwarded me, forwarded me to a manager who told me to email their customer service email address. Three months of multiple emails with no reasonable responses have gone by. I called them back and she said she would put me in contact with the person who controlled the emails. That was two weeks ago. No responses. One of the emails they did respond to simply stated that I did not have enough information for them to know which apartment I lived at. This is ridiculous considering my opening line contained my location of residency, names of residents, and duration of stay. of why I'm filing the complaint and what I expect from their end. Blank and blank and blank. Their reviews often match my concerns. Desired outcome. I expect to same complaint. 
Jones and Jones Management Group, Inc. Respond. December 10, 2018. This resident declined a pre-inspection prior to move out and would have had an opportunity to fix any damages. When the resident moved in the apartment, it was newly painted. When the bathroom was newly refinished, the apartment needed to be Exceptionally long time to respond to important emails. 
was even after several reminders, both in person and email, when incorporating travel time, we in solid Catholic like we literally wasted at least eight hours trying to get a hold of her. I have additional examples if needed. My standards are higher since I'm from the Midwest, but the bottom line is that this company is, quote, bottom of the barrel, end quote. Please review their online reviews, and you will find several identical complaints to mine. You can find complaints that are word for word. star rating on Yelp, a clear indicator. Look for complaints such as Angelica was walking her dog.
for each book. Things that um, clearly are not legal. Okay, where do we live off about that? Uh, my guess is that
don't, you know, they don't have to deal with the high volumes that the West Coast has to deal with. So they have to protect their reputations in the Midwest. But here, you're not only confronting sky high, moving cause, but your monthly cash expenditures are sky high. likely to face all sorts of uh, new fees for this and new fees for that and and it's really outrageous outrageous you have to um, uh, it's no reason to be see where it's cracked and broken or where it's not new and it's you know it has the obvious wear and tear on it if you don't film it then you will be charged for that damage so and then oh yeah I wanted to say I think in some cities in Southern California it's written into the housing regulations or laws or something after you're in your living space for so many years you're supposed to clean carpets at no charge I don't know if they're going to do the walls at no charge repaint at no charge I think they will probably have furniture everywhere and who knows what so you figure after five years they're supposed to clean the carpets for free or let's say after after 10 I think it's four or five years though in some cities they're supposed to clean the carpets for free well they're not going to do that unless you empty out the rooms you see so by time four or five years go by you're going to think twice do I want to move out everything 
do I just want to clean up myself or what? But like this man said in his review, you can hire, which you know a lot of us have done. You can, after before you move, you can hire professional cleaners, have everything spick and span clean, and they still keep the the uh, money and say that they had to pay for cleaning. So they're going to do that up front. So just know that before you spend all that extra money. Um, right before you leave, you you may want to do the cleaning yourself and not hire professionals and pay hundreds of dollars because um, you're still going to they're still going to take it out of your deposit security deposit and then they might still say you owe them money after they do that well now there's some places that will uh, say that and this I can't say that it's illegal but there are some places I just recently found out This is how high they can go, and I think in California they can go on an unfurnished one-bedroom. You could 
just type in your browser your state name and the state limit for security deposit and it will tell you and I think in California they'll say unfurnished one bedroom the limit is uh, twice twice the rent two times the rent and for a furnished apartment I think the state law says three times the rent on an unfurnished on a furnished apartment excuse me on a furnished apartment the security deposit can go up to three times monthly rent and so um, <laughs> you know it's uh, no wonder so many of these places have high high vacancy rates and so that's why they'll do whatever they need to to get the place rented and then after they get the people in there they wild out with fees for this and fees for that. And sure enough, you're gonna gonna find many, uh, many different management styles so that, um, you know, you you can't just say it's a 100% negative experience because uh, people here States in California, for the most part, are very uh, assertive, out, outspoken, and will defend themselves. <laughs> so, some of them are nothing to f with, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so these are. Uh, these are not the people that you want to just uh, completely pull up on and go wild on. No, that's too dangerous. But, you know, death by a thousand cuts is still death. <laughs> you know, you add a small fee of 11 to $13 every month year after year after year after year you know what I'm saying it just uh, sooner or later it's death you sign your death certificate and then that's for one fee but if you know if, if and when and you know for sure they're gonna come back with something or they're going to double dip and triple dip make sure they get every penny they can so that uh, golden state stimulus direct payment from the from the state of California I think was supposed to be I don't know I don't don't know anybody that's received it but they were promising to send everybody $600 for individuals 
of an adult, 600. I don't know if children get the same. But anyways, that's already spent before you get it because um, by the time it's July 1st, that's the time where your new rent kicks in. You already notified by May so that in May you get the increase the lease renewals and the month to month agreement increases in May and then June and July that's 60 days they have to give you 60 days that way if you don't want to stay you have 60 days to get out. They call that a 30 day <laughs> a 30 day notice. You have to be careful with that. They tell you we require a 30 day notice, but you really have to give them 60 days and no less because if you give them 30 days and you move out after 30 days, you still owe them for the next month. So um, it's a musical chairs no matter which way you slice it it's a devil on every level and when you can try to do the right thing and be honest and professional and courteous and all that but at some point like I say you're going to have to um Put it where the goats can get it. <laughs> You're going to have to handle your business and let people know that this is how I roll and you know, but leave it or leave it alone. So, <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. But so long, the, uh, the residential market was, you know, 100% thousand percent supporting the uh, property owners but then after COVID and the pandemic then all of a sudden there were a lot of things that changed to favor the people who were actually suffering but now it seems that um, the end of no, June 15th. I think on June 15th, there may be restrictions, but I think all business goes open. All the businesses open. There will still be requirements for social distancing and face masks in the many businesses. But there will be uh, there will be as usual a lot to learn and constant changes whether it's a pandemic or not there's constant changes always new laws always something to deal with it's a, it's a rough ride all the time but this
this is going to make it extra and extra rodeo. (laughs) That's how things are here on the West Coast. And um, I say Southern California because even though Southern California is so expensive, there's no way to describe it. Northern California is much, much worse. San Francisco is way, way more expensive than uh, Southern California in that uh, Silicon Valley area, the Bay Area. Yeah, so, I mean, that, that doesn't help. That doesn't help those of us who live in Southern California because you get your pockets burned no matter which way you you go. You know, if you think you if you think you're going to take one step forward, somebody's already taken somebody's so many steps ahead of you. They've already penciled in on your future from the cradle to the grave. <laughs> okay, so there's one other, I think it was a Yelp review. Mm. Oh, what, this segment's almost out of time. Maybe I can find a Yelp review and post that one. It's on the Companion Podcast. Does Yelp Slumlord alert, this place constantly has complaints of cockroach infestations, and they continue to be true. I was even told that they are fined repeatedly by the health department, but they just pay the fine and never fix the problems. Jones and Jones has a D minus rating with the Better Business Bureau. And we just looked it up. It's now up to C minus. 
look it up. Just recently, they increased our trash bill by 200% with zero proof of an increase on their end. Now, today, they have been fighting me on a charge for rent insurance on my rent bill that I went on my rent bill, but I have renter's insurance and I showed them on signing my lease. Turns out that they are adding this charge to everyone's rent. They have a lot of vacant apartments right now and since it's rent controlled it seems that adding charges that only add up to around 11 to 13 dollars to every apartment's rent will help them ease the pain of their overpriced units the company gave us the okay when we signed our lease two years ago for the renter's insurance policy that we had and now are telling me that it has to be changed. Nothing has changed on the renter's insurance that we have, in fact. It's the same exact policy that we have had for 10 years now. Just constantly trying to add extra charges to everyone's bills to get money. Run this dump. And if you check the um, just type in the name of the property if you're interested in in it before you move in. <laughs>